1: We're just here walking around. We're going to go set a tree stand. Don't worry, my dad's weird. He never shot a huge buck before. I just shot a freaking (sighs) big buck. Get that one. Oh, you hit him. Go get that one, Henry. Right here. Look at the size of that deer. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Michigan Wild. Hopefully, you have enjoyed a wonderful Thanksgiving week. And got to spend some uh, good quality time with the family, eating some good food, doing all those wonderful things, and hopefully got to spend some time outside. I know I got to do that with my family uh, and got a pretty sweet podcast in the pipeline coming up. Yes, HD shot his first buck, so that is a podcast we we're going to be recording here very soon with him. He's super excited about the whole entire thing, and man, it's tough to beat that uh, that feeling to get as a parent, you know, continuing the generation uh the next generation get out there and enjoy the outside and he's he's hooked on it man. He he loved it. Did it awesome. Got to do that with uh me and Ashley and the blind with him. So yeah, another Roosevelt uh that's a natural born killer, I think, for that. So yeah, we're uh we had a great you know, holiday week, holiday weekend. We're wrapping it up here pretty quick. But um yeah, this uh this episode's gonna be what I did was Shane, and he, you know, it's a little different, a little, little uh, different podcast that's dropping. We uh, talk about uh, steelhead fishing. He's a big-time, uh, you know, steelhead guy. He's been doing that for a handful of years. And when I'm out there chasing, you know, whitetail and, you know, sitting in a tree stand for hours on end, he's out there, you know, in his boat or, you know, wading through the river trying to catch steelhead. So I'm such a rookie when it comes to some of that stuff. And, you know, I kind of made that pretty clear to a lot of different people people and through the podcast the last few times I've done some, you know, fishing podcasts, but I'm really intrigued by it and I love talking to someone who I love talking to anyone who's passionate about the outdoors and whatever that may be, you know, whatever game they're they're chasing. But yeah, sitting down with him and having a really good conversation about how he attacks, you know, rivers and how he does these things and um it's yeah, I, I smiled through most of it just hearing how passionate he was about it. And, you know, there's a lot of um I think like a lot of things, you know, when you see the instagram or you know facebook posts about a guy holding the buck or holding you know holding the big fish you know sometimes it's like man that's that's so awesome and you might not really realize what it takes to to get to that position and then the more i've you know do this kind of a thing with a family and you know have successful hunts and all these things you kind of realize how much effort and time and you know resources got to kind of get uh get Allocated for that to be successful year in and year out, and I've been very blessed to have you know the job I have and the family I have to be able to do this. So hopefully, if you guys can take anything out of it, that fishing is another wonderful thing you can get after and you know enjoy here in Michigan. We have a lot of a lot of cool rivers and waters and all that kind of stuff to do. So if you uh if you uh want to you know learn more and do that kind of thing, we kind of talk about like you know because I'm in that process of not knowing anything. So I think it's just kind of gotta get some seat time in. And maybe you know, you know, you kind of can reach out to some friends. And there's a lot of people out there that really want to help. Uh, you know, people get do well and be successful. But at the end of the day, you gotta, you kind of gotta figure some stuff out yourself. I mean, they can point in the right direction, but to have that sustained success, it doesn't just happen overnight. And uh, I kind of want to roll that into like the the whitetail uh, world right now too, because uh, we're kind of winding down. You know, the some of the better days are kind of behind us. You know, through archery season or through gun season. Um, and then, yeah, we have, you know, I have a couple of podcasts lined up Want to kind of go over, you know, the last few weeks of, uh, of the year and kind of, you know, converge into this late season. I've had some great hunts, uh, late season still. So the, you guys aren't, you guys aren't out of the, out of the, um, the woods yet. The game's not over yet. You know, you could still, you know, tag a deer or, you know, maybe shoot a target buck or anything like that. But that kind of wraps back into what I was just talking about that you have to have some seat time in, you have to understand, what deer are doing, you know, have the right properties for these things. And, you know, it's never a bad, bad move to go scout. I mean, you might have to burn some hunts just to go walk around and figure some things out, and if it doesn't help you maybe for this season, it'll help you for next season, or, you know, two years from now the crop rotation is the same. I mean, all these things are going to it, but I think just get out there, put some seat time in, either sitting in a spot on destination food source maybe or, you know, walking around, seeing what you can learn. So make sure you guys take advantage of the, you know, the next month that we have of season. I'm hoping, for me, I mean, I don't have any buck tags, but I'm hoping to shoot a couple more does. Uh, you know, that's kind of my, not like a, a high priority, but I just try to try to have a, you know, do my part and shoot, you know, a handful of does every year. The couple opportunities I have had with a gun in my hand, you know, just that was with Henry, waiting for him to shoot a buck. So I didn't really get the right, the right shot at a doe um i've been out a couple times but they're either the doe is pretty little you know same size as the fawn or whatever it may be so i'm kind of waiting waiting for that right size that right size deer to shoot and i uh, kind of try to take the approach i don't know who it was i listened to something one time it might have been like wayne something that has that thing up in turtle creek up north they have a they have a managed area and he talks about like doesn't matter time of year if they see a doe that's over three and a half years old they shoot it so I always try to target those does and I have a handful of them. I believe every year that I can kind of go after, man, they're hard to see consistently. So, but late season is a like usually a good time for me to shoot a few. So hoping to be able to get the opportunity, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy this, this episode. Like I said, it's a little different talking about fishing, but you can, you'll be able to tell the passion that Shane has for doing what he does. And uh, yeah, i I'll probably drop in the, um, the show notes like his Instagram page, so if you guys have any questions for him, I mean, he's a super cool dude, and he, he's more than willing to, you know, give anyone kind of advice, and I'm sure if you want to ask some basics of him, he was more than happy to help with that. So give his page a follow. He's got some sweet pictures of some fish he's caught, and yeah, like, another thing intrigues me with these river fish, man. They're just pretty. They're just a really cool fish. They all seem like they're a little different, so. But yeah, if you need something, to me, if you're too uh, depressed in the whitetail woods, you can go. You know go do some wading in the river hop on a boat and have fun doing that this uh this winter so thanks guys appreciate all the support have a good rest of your week All right. Welcome to another episode of Michigan Wild. I have Shane Rodenberg, correct? Did I say that right? Shane oh, Rodenberg. Got it. Perfect. So and, this is going to be, it it's, I have a Roosevelt, so I feel you, you know, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but so no, we're, uh, this is going to be a little different episode. We, uh, we're going to be talking about fishing in November and October, <laughs> and, uh, this is the guy. So, hey, why don't you, uh, just kind of give us a little, you know, update, like, who you are, how old you are, you know, you live in the greater Grand Rapids area, this kind of breakdown, what, why, and then kind of like, why do you like fishing so much? Too, yeah, get into no, it. definitely. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Nate said my name's Shane
0: Rodenberg. Um, I'm originally from Kent City. I am um, I live out here in Muskegon now, and, uh, you know, the, I don't know, so I, I grew up wrestling, man, and when you're wrestling, you know, you got your, your, you're just you're everything so your schedule you know you're down down to the t on everything and for me with steelhead fishing i mean that's that's how it is and even not so much the salmon but definitely the steelhead you know i mean there's days you go out and you'll you know hook 20 30 fish there seems like three in every single color in the book you know spawn bead jig and then like it's been lately it seems like you know uh they don't want to eat anything spawn
1: big bead but
0: so, yeah i mean just another another
1: thing that helps you you like it because it's very like you you know talk about wrestling i guess kind of your backstory with that like wrestling is a lifestyle like, oh
0: 100
1: so like, oh like that's
0: steelhead fish into a tee man yes in my yes, opinion in, yes. in my opinion that's steelhead fish into a tee i mean anybody can can go out and, and steelhead fish but man I'm, i mean i'm not the greatest fisherman in the world by any means i'm not saying that but i just I, I feel like i'm i'm above
1: you know above the average just well so. you're yeah you're striving to do it at a high level like no, you're putting but, in the effort to do it at a high level like i 100%. that's kind of how i attack whitetail honey like i know i'm not the greatest but i put in a, a, enough effort to be good you know like right no the effort know, in for it so that's
0: man that's what i you know i got a i got an app on my phone it's got you know all all the rivers i fish are, are marked in my favorites with with the flow charts So you know i'm like today it's been raining i've First thing I did six o'clock this morning, open up my phone. I'm looking at what river I'm, you know, I'm looking at fishing here in the future. Yep. What we're getting, you know, because everything's been so low. Yep. So anytime we get like lately, it's been anytime we get any little bit of rain, fricking fishing. You get a little bit, you know, a split second of time there where fishing's going to be hot, and then it drops back
1: off. No, okay, so, kind of, you know, so yeah. I do want to kind of t- so you wrestled in college too, right? Yeah, did I, I see did. I so did. yeah, so how in the world did you find time to do anything? when you're being in wrestling in college and i mean because because wrestling season's like full swing like right now like oh, that's yeah. when Co- tournaments college are going is, uh... and then college is like an all-year thing so like did you have time really in college to do some of these things or uh, um, how did you make it work
0: well i'll tell you i wrestled division two so you get a little bit more time than you would be like you know on the d de- in yeah. the d room circuit but i mean it was tough to have have you know have time to really do anything but you you find a way you know when you when you you know when you're addicted to something you know Mm -hmm. i went where i went to school we didn't have um we didn't have steelhead so i was more of we had they had mule deer though so i kind of okay i went from whitetail hunting to mule deer hunting and that was a whole
1: freaking
0: dude uh, thing man and
1: well i like i like this because even so a lot of people talk about how you know they go to college or they have like a sports, you know, schedule, whatever. So a lot of these guys, they don't really get back into the outdoors until, you know, they graduate college. Right. Dude, when I was in college and when I was playing football in high school, all these sports, dude, I still was in the woods, you know, oh. like, and they did not yes. stop me. Granted, I me maybe too. didn't go as much as I wanted, but I didn't, I wasn't afraid to hop in the truck and drive, you know, an hour to go do something oh, or well, longer, I'm you mean, know, hey. I made time, you know, cause it, like I'm you ready. said, you're, it's a passion you're addicted to it. So, you we, know, uh, I was that 14- kind of stuff.
0: Where I was at, man, I mean, I was in I was in a great, great area in terms of the outdoors. I mean, we had cutthroat trout, you know, a bunch of little little trout creeks, trout streams. We had mule deer, pronghorn, whitetail deer. There's elk. Oh man. Freaking, you know, bighorn sheep. And I think there's only I think they do a tag. I wanna say they do a bighorn sheep hunt, but it's like a lottery tag. It's an expensive yeah. tag. It's an expensive tag to draw, you know. But so we did and you know, we did, yeah, I just Every And it was another weird thing, man, is we had, you know, 25, 30 guys on the team, maybe two or three of them didn't hunt or fish, you know? So it was something that kind of everybody, you know, and everybody. Bond. Yeah, yep. definitely. You know, we'd be Sweet. out in freaking state park shooting clay pigeons,
1: <laughs> you know? All living life, stuff. man. Oh, I love man,
0: it. Man, and it literally, like, yeah, living life. I mean, we freaking class, practice, and then
1: hunting, fishing, shooting yep ranching love it love it, it so great. now were you a big were you a big river fisher before college or did you start uh, this when you're younger or actually when did I, you kind I, of start doing that
0: i wasn't like i mean we did it when i was in high school and younger i was more i I mean i, I hunted and i fished but definitely not you know to this degree i more more fished for bass and then like my dad had buddies that steelhead fish they take us out for yep. salmon and stuff and then my grandpa's best friend ran a charter for years out of Pentwater. we did that but i didn't get really big into the river fishing until after once i got and i did you know a little bit of fly fishing out wyoming yeah but yeah that definitely once i got home is when it kind
1: of literally took over so how long has this taken over your life for how many years would you say then i'm going on year
0: year four of nice bet i mean i i I'd, I'd have to say i spend i mean i'm on the i'm on the water three to five days a week oh man <laughs> i would say three to five days a week that's for, awesome for, and it may just be two or three hours after work or something yeah but either way that's well
1: know, yeah i know guys hours. i know guys like co-workers you know i'm in the construction field so some of the guys they'll go quick hit a hole or whatever before work in the morning oh absolutely. you know they're doing stuff like that so that works really well for them and uh you know, that's, what's kind of cool about, I think that's kind of like the allure to fishing for people because they're like, man, I can, I can go in 30 minutes, just like be really successful or have really good opportunities. Now we kind of did have a little backstory for this. So you talked about how like one year, with deer hunting you know you kind of had you put all this time in one year nothing to show for it and the following year you sit for three hours and shoot a sweet buck you know? Absolutely. so i mean it does happen at whitetail hunting but i think those opportunities are much more few and far between compared to like whipping a line out in the water and you could you know you right. could hit you could hit granted you still have to. It's, there is a point with like me as a rookie who could go out and do it and get completely lucky and have no idea what's going on right when guys like you who you know have mass not mastered it but like have a really good understanding of how to do it you put yourself in a much higher odds to be successful nope. for that 100%. hour or that two hours you know? so so now i mean you're you're i mean like just through seeing on Instagram I mean I'm worried about shooting deer in October or November and here you are uh, <laughs> you're catching some sweet fish dude like they're pretty oh, they seem aren't yeah they, they seem they're big pretty. yeah color on them so what are some of the things you like I guess we can kind of like you know go through your October or whatever this fall fishing what have you been kind of catching
0: um well I would say so I had I was kind of busy this like September August kind of into the king run so I didn't get out and do much salmon fishing with salmon in the river I mean they're they're overrated they're nasty they're they're ugly I'm in it
1: for the the yeah that's when they look like half dead or whatever yeah you know I'm in it
0: for the enjoyment and they're they're fun to catch but you know with the salmon comes the crowds and then it's just and usually doesn't doesn't bring out the best of crowd not saying that all all salmon fishermen are But for the most part every place you know everywhere is packed you're
1: not no matter what if you get a bigger the bigger group of hunters you have in a in a group there's going to be a few few bad ones you know oh yeah the more you have there's you know that doesn't necessarily mean Everyone's gonna be bad. I mean, there's I know a lot more good hunters than I know bad hunters. Yeah, if you pool a whole bunch of people on one piece of you know property, it's gonna, yeah, <laughs> that one guy seems real bad <laughs> no, for a long time. So you're
0: 100% right, yeah. And like, you're 100% I, right. and
1: I have, I've only ever fished the river on a dam when I was like 12 years old, my uncle, and there was so many dudes out there, oh, yeah, and yelling and cussing. It's 1 a.m., oh, yeah. you know, doing that. And that. I was way. like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, Tony Fellows, he was calling it combat fish or something oh, I think is, is what he called it's it it's
0: combat fishing man 100 yeah, you know so, yeah he fishes all those big spots he knows yeah yeah,
1: yeah you know that's so,
0: what
1: it is, man. so you kind of didn't really get into the salmon so then what would what I guess like I'm super novice at this so salmon run you kind of missed out on so what were you kind of well, targeting then when you I when started
0: you well after that I mean I go I mean I pretty much fish for steelhead 365 days a year spring summer winter fall you get the king there's just so many darn kings around when they're in it's like you might as well fish for them because you're gonna catch them yep so but i i switched because in with kings you know you're running bigger stuff 14 16 millimeter beads big old globs of eggs you know 15 pound liters whereas with steelhead you know you're down into you know your 8 10 millimeter beads 12s you know 10 pound liters 6 pound for real clear water you know and, and it's all just a smaller setup so for me you know come middle of september i'm putting the salmon rods away and i you get out my float you know my center pin rod and it's mm-hmm. all the like t- and you hook a lot of salmon you lose a lot you know you lose a lot of salmon but we caught i caught my f- earliest i caught a fall a fall run now there's a difference between a scam a summer run fish and a fall run fish i don't know what much of the difference is other than i know you know they're different different fish the scams tend to run a little bit more on the skinnier side they're not you know, the fall fish, they got shoulders to
1: them. Yeah. Rams are more of like a tube sack, you know? Yeah. They look like a a Western, like every time you see people catching fish in the Western rivers, you know, they're skinny and long. That's oh, kind of yeah. what they look like right. compared to like, yeah, like Barry Sander shoulders. No, you
0: definitely. <laughs> you, definitely. catch those. So I, I hooked my first one, middle of September. And once I hooked that, it was, yeah, um, steel, steelhead started. Nice. And then so it, it started out slow and then, you know, it it picks up and it's just sporadic. Cause you know, a lot of people think that these fish are just around all the time. They're That's not the case, they're migrating. They're coming into the river, you know, fall fish typically are chasing salmon, eating salmon eggs and just bulking up. And then a lot of these fish will hold over in the winter and then spawn
1: in the spring. Uh-huh. So, so is that consistent year to year or is there just too much water difference to like really have like a history of like the same general area? you know like is it like this time of year every year you can have your hot spots or is those spots constantly like revolving
0: that, yeah it's uh, you know every every day is different every, every day is, gotcha. yeah, every you know the, today there today there's a tree you know that that
1: oh yeah sitting right under and tomorrow that tree could be gone yeah that's a good point so that kind of so keeps it exciting then oh because you yeah, never that's, know
0: that's and that's the thing too is like i i i have people hit you know message me on instagram and they're like you know i'm not catching any fish am i in the right area and i tell them all the time yeah you're in the right area are there fish there right now yep. it's hard to it's hard to say
1: you you'll, you'll catch them if they're there but if they're not there good luck <laughs> yeah
0: and, and you know and that's the thing too <laughs> it's is,
1: simple but like that's the truth it is, right? and it is
0: too you know i mean you see what we're using we're using you know just a tiny little bead
1: Yeah, they crush it,
0: man. Sometimes better than spawn. Okay. So, and I, I mean, I fish. I I pretty much fish primarily beads. I run a jig from time to time, and this year is the first year that I really started running spawn. And I I just, I don't know. I I still, I'm not convinced. I think, think of beads all year. I do. It's cheap. It's cheap. It's easy. You don't have to kill any fish. I mean, I don't. I don't care if people harvest. I don't. I don't eat the
1: fish, so I have no reason to keep the fish. So you don't gotta you know clean fish and like i said cheap. well it's just kind of like it's like for me like i when i catch fish i don't do it to eat them you know like i now when i shoot a deer i would like to eat the deer right. someone i know is going to eat that deer yeah. that's a little different but like then i choose to sh- you know i choose to hunt a deer a certain way or you know like if that's the preference you know you as an angler me as a hunter you kind of have to figure out what you like and man, I really like killing deer with a bow and I like (laughs) killing with a gun. So, you know, it's kind of like, that's kind of the thing. So I I can see how fishing is kind of has that art to it, you know, and doing that. So like, when you say a bead, like you can fish that off a boat, you can fish that you're like wading out there. Like, what do you, what do you like to do? Do you like to go on a boat more often? Are you wading Uh, rivers or what are you kind of doing?
0: Well, I mean, I, I personally, I have a Saturn raft. It's like basically a drift boat and, I've honestly, I've done, you know, I've done an all pretty much all of my fishing on the bank, but I I, I, pr- I would prefer if I had it my way, I'd be in the boat every day, mm-hmm. of course, but yep. I mean, you know, there's there's something I, there's something that I really do like about, you know, throwing on the waders and hiking the freaking miles in and, and it's just, it's fun, you know, it's yeah. a little, little bit of hiking, a little bit of fishing. And you're just being, you know, in the outdoors, it's cheaper than driving the boat around
1: too, you know? Yeah. Well, and it makes that fish. Uh, so I had, I said this on a podcast earlier, but like I, I was hunting in Illinois and I was walking all over 80 degrees, you know, and a buck came by one night and I just told myself, I was like, he is, I haven't walked enough miles to shoot him yet. You know, <laughs> cause I think there's like some of that, you know, the effort put in oh, you know, absolutely. That, that makes no matter what that fish is, it just feels that much better. It could be one of the smaller 100%. fish you probably caught but maybe 100%. it's the colors, right. Or man, I walked way back in here and caught this fish and I'm by myself and all those <laughs> things. Just, those are all the things that's so hard to explain to people who don't, you know, have, haven't been brought up in it or haven't experienced absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, this is completely different than like, um, let's see, like, sh- you know, you're playing pickup basketball with your buddies. Great time. Love doing it. Oh, you're having absolutely. a good time, but like everyone has seen a layup go in or a three point <laughs> shot going. I mean, that's pretty simple, but not many of them know what it's like to go wade through a river, find right. this little hole, and then you catch this fish that looks different than any fish you caught that right. day. Right. Or, you know, uh, they are similar, but there's different coloring, and nope, yeah, then just that moment, you know. It's, no, fish, that's just a different...
0: no fish is exactly the same, no matter yeah. what. Every single fish you catch is, gonna, you know, a bass, a bass is a bass. I yeah. can't tell a freaking bass apart for the most part. <laughs> but when it, You know, any trout, brown trout, brook trout, steelhead, you know, they've all got, you know, they say it's like a, a trout's uh spot pattern is like your fingerprint you know no one's okay. no one's
1: the same yeah that's why i think so. I, that's why i think i'm always drawn to like yeah catching a seen a buddy with a, a giant bass is like dude that's awesome but oh, then i yeah. see like some of these pictures like not only is the fish different but like the water different you know the rocks that are in there or whatever right. the setting is it's just always like, it's just cool that's right. why I don't like turkeys as much. I don't think because like a turkey's <laughs> a turkey to me. You know. See, so, I
0: love turkey hunt. Turkey, cool, turkey hunt's cool, but I love
1: turkey hunt. I mean, a turkey's a turkey. You know. <laughs> like that's no, kind you know of what's funny is, freaking,
0: <laughs> I told my wife, for one of we hadn't been together for that long. We still live in our apartment, and COVID hit. We went, and her family has some uh, cabin and some property down in Casopolis. We went down there and spent a week and I was turkey on and I, and her mom was just talking. Oh yeah, there's so many turkeys out there. I literally told him, I was like, yeah, turkeys are dumb. This will be over pretty darn quick. <laughs> no, I spent all freaking week, man. Didn't even get a bird.
1: yep made you But, yep. that, but that's how that is, goes. Though.
0: It's fun well, though. It's, it's a good mm-hmm. time.
1: So, okay. So let's see, do you like use your boat? you you like to use beads you're more of like you like doing the tactful fishing kind of sounds like lighter poundage you know a little more yeah. finesse going on that's and i'm sure when you hook into a steelhead with that lighter setup it's a whole nother experience oh, real yeah. compared to like well, a salmon and, setup
0: and i use a center pin too which is it's uh it's no drag so it's one to, one to one i mean you're oh you're, yeah when that fish you know that when that fish goes if you're if you don't get he's not going you know what i mean so it, yeah. it makes it a little bit and then it's a little bit of a learning curve but if if you can if you understand you know float fishing it's it's pretty easy to it like i said it'll take you it took me i caught i started using the center pin and i i think i caught my first fish within a week and then it just and then like anything you know once you learn it you, you never forget it that's cool
1: so so okay I, this just popped in my head how often you you fish you know three to five days a week here on the water let's say not all, not, but not every week. week well that's like but a really good yeah. week like that yeah. would be a busy week of the like in that week are you hitting like three to five different spots or are you kind of doing the same spot will you give it a couple days because like for me like I'm, I'm thinking in my head if i'm going to bow hunt like three days in a week or gun hunt like gun hunting i'll probably I, i'll volume sit a little more with a gun because i have bigger range but if i bow hunt like if I hunted three days in a week, the chance of me being the same tree would be pretty slim. It might, right. might do it, but I would, I kind of bounce. I like bouncing around. Right. Is that kind of how fishing is in the river too? Like you kind of like go into it like, all right, I'm gonna try, like here's my week. I know I can you know fish Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. The weather's like this, so I'm I'm tacking this spot. Wednesday we might have some rain coming in, so I kind of like you like is that how broken down you guys get these rivers?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, like yeah, come you know just like you're talking. I mean. Each section of river has got, you know, different different rocks, different water levels to it. So, yeah, I mean, just just like anything, you get some rain, oh, this hole is going to fish real good because it's finally got, you know, got some water, got some depth. And in the, with the water level always constantly coming up and down, some of these holes you're fishing are four foot. Well, when you got foot less of water, it's only three foot. Fish aren't going to sit there. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, a little, but for the most part, I mean, we, I've got spots that I'll fish no matter what they're just they just hold fish but yeah i mean it can it can get down to to that that detailed
1: that's see say. that's the problem man like for me like i like the detail of it so like <laughs> to try to do this whitetail thing at like a high level and then like i rabbit <laughs> hunt too like i don't rabbit hunt like at an extremely high level but we try to go like once a weekend during season right like, i like feel like i'm like my brain's like maxed out you know like kind of a <laughs> thing but then i know like if I go to this fishing thing, like, and and my wife will like it or Henry like it, it's kind of one of those things like, dude, this is the whole, I'm going to have to like restructure how I, you know, do things. Because I like to do things that like, I don't need to be amazing at it, but like, I want to put forth, it's the same thing I use for golf. Like, okay, I sucked at golf. Like I was terrible at golf, maybe once a year at a a scramble or something. And an 18 holes, you might use like two of my drives and maybe one of my putts. Otherwise the rest of them, not a chance. Well, I kind of got sick of that. (laughs) So I was like, you know, I'm going to be a little bit, I want to be a little more competitive here. So that right. I put some effort into it. And I, so like, then I was like going to the driving range and like doing these things, like trying to go over and beyond. Then I, my game was getting better and I liked it. It was nice. But then when I was doing that in the summertime, I wouldn't be scouting as much for whitetails. So it's kind of like I kind of <laughs> had to find that half medium. Well, this year my golf game was terrible, you know? But, so it's like, right. you know, you're just, it's this constant, constant, cons, constantly this like balancing act to like what i want to do and man every time i talk to someone like about fishing in a river and seeing that like, we first of all we have lots of rivers around like bodies of water to do this in so like, man dude that'd be so much fun
0: steelhead steelhead trout salmon guy west michigan is the place to be
1: yeah you don't have to go like i go out of state to go chase big whitetails when i you know people come to michigan oh people come to
0: michigan for some steelhead and salmon man
1: crazy oh yeah
0: you know when it's so crazy i have met. Man, some of my best friends I've met just in the last couple of years since I've started. I got friends from New York, friends from Ohio. You know, planning trips to come and and induce. It's it's crazy. It's crazy what it does. Cause you know Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York. They all have they all have steelhead and stuff too. Cause you know they're all connected to yeah. the Great Lakes there. But
1: for whatever reason, man, people come to Michigan. Like it. So okay. So right now it's November twenty first. Did you fish today? i did i well, did fish. Today. all right well let's get a little let's get an update well how'd your how was your day today Slow. So was it
0: uh yeah well yesterday we hooked hooked fish yesterday uh I fish yesterday same spot fish today hooked fish yesterday didn't hook fish today
1: gotcha what'd you hook well, yesterday did you did you, nice you big have some steel
0: steelhead one? nice yep, nice big one and it was one of them freaking things man when you're fishing a bead so the bead you know you peg the bead to, to The peg on the line. Well, when the fish eats the bead and you set the hook, a lot of times that bead will pull down to the hook. And a lot of you know, the biggest complaint on bead fishing is then you know that that bead is in the side of the mouth, kind of like a pivot point. So, when that, yep. yep. Fish is sitting there, head shaking, boom, you're popping your hook. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and it's, it's, I don't know. And it, it doesn't happen every time. It's just one of them things, you know. But like I said, I just, you know, I, I'd rather fish a bead. I, I'm
1: fishing 99% of the time, I'm fishing a bead over anything. So that's why you probably like it because it's not a guarantee. You know, oh, there yeah, is, there is sense. like you that. like that is, fish, right? Yes, you know, you can't horse yes. that
0: fish. Every head shake is important.
1: That's why I like bow hunting so much because even though that deer's in range, there is so many things that could go wrong that that will I will not kill that deer. So when it does finally right. happen, I'm like, whoa! You know, it's just this oh, emotional yeah. roller coaster, and you're like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I can't believe it worked. And that's kind of how that. I mean, you're setting yourself now. Okay, like I'm not trying to be anti-crossbow, but if I have a deer, you know, 30 yards and in. I feel like a crossbow would be like shooting a deer with my rifle at 100 yards, like guarantee. You know, that's how I feel. We're on the same page. But now when I pull my bow back and compound, like there's a lot more. I just, it's not that, okay. I could care less kill your deer kill your deer like we we got tags we got to kill all that but like for me I like having like everything it's not gonna it's not a guarantee I mean even right. a crossbow is not a guarantee it's just a much more of a guarantee So
0: yeah it's you know definitely. so
1: like for me like pulling that I have to pull that bow back I have to make sure I anchor I have to do everything right make sure the deer's in the right position I have to aim you know all these things so when I when I miss or if I hit a branch I don't see <laughs> or anything like that it's like You know, you're like, oh, my gosh, so then when everything happens perfect, it's just like, yes. And that's, you know, fishing with, like, a, you know, the kind of equipment you use. Yeah, you like you just said, that bee can hook, you know, guys say that's what happens. The hook gets popped Oh, absolutely. So when you do get that beautiful fish that comes up, you're like, oh, gosh, everything came together. I love it. (laughs) Well, that's
0: like, that's the thing, too, is that, you know, people that are getting into it, something that people don't think about is, you know, when you're running, like, a jig with a wax worm or a nightcrawler piece of shrimp, whatever, you know, eggs, whatever your bait is, they're biting the bait they're putting the hook in their mouth whereas with the bead they're not biting the hook you know mm-hmm. that bead is two three inches from the hook they're biting the bead and you're sliding that hook and you know pulling that hook basically into their mouth yep.
1: there's a technique to it so, for sure
0: there is and and, and it's freaking and i mean i i i fish with you know some seasoned vets some guides you know uh justin the owner of blue bead company a good friend of mine i fish with him a lot and even you know even he has his days so, I mean, it's yep. just one of them things,
1: man. <laughs> so, okay. So, how, so what are you, what are you kind of doing? Like, is this going to be some of your fish until there's ice on the river, right? Like, you oh, guys are out I'll there.
0: Fish. Oh, yeah. Year round. I mean, you, we didn't get even what two years ago. I don't think any river. I yeah. mean, even like shoot last year, we were fishing, I mean, freaking four or five foot out. Not going to say which river, but there was an <laughs> ice shell that freaking <laughs> stuck out. And I'm not even kidding you. We were, you know a foot from the end you know we're using long you know 11 foot eleven yeah. and 12 foot rods so but what you know we walk out on the ice shelf drop the bait really, drop the feet swear catch a seal. that
1: one of the that's better days so we had crazy. in the winter one really?
0: of the better days i never thought I swear that to God, okay swear so to God. when
1: you're doing that okay they so they sit like,
0: under those ice shelves.
1: yes that's what i was just they gonna ask. to chill there and then the water because that's where the currents last yeah, i guess right because it's a barrier yep. yeah okay and then you can just ah oh yeah that's cool that's yeah, super cool so what do you do it's from fun. like a gear perspective then like i mean you can't fish for i mean i guess i mean i work outside in the winter time so i mean i can be out there all day but i'm moving a lot but i'm not like in water and doing all right. this kind of stuff what so i mean obviously there's probably like you have like certain gear for certain times of the year like are you wearing waders and like just like oh, yeah. jacket and just ripping or like how the yeah, heck you guys I do mean, this in the winter time like i'm just thinking definitely. frozen water and catching fish <laughs> it just seems like a recipe for my fingers to freeze up oh that's that's
0: the you know the main the biggest reason I can't get my wife to steelhead fish more is the the, the freaking cold and but that you know and, and some of the best some of the best steelhead fishing that I and I I'm I'm fairly new to this full on you know steelhead addiction yeah. but some of the best days I've had are freaking ten degree winter days man middle of dead of January just, but yeah I just you know I wear waders and I just I don't even I don't wear I don't wear neoprene waders I just I got a nice you know nice pair of Sims waders and I just layer. Later. Layer, you know, a couple pairs of wool socks, and then that's another reason I uh, another reason I bought the raft. A lot of the stuff that I fish, anyways, is drift, you know, drift boat water, yep. float boat. So it's like, man, screw the standing in the water because yeah, it that was cold. my yeah, I, yeah, I do cold. it, but it does. It gets cold. It sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, just sucks crossing. Sucks. Like I got to cross water in some of my spots that I bow hunt in. If it's like forty degrees and I'm like just in that water for a little bit, it's like my toes <laughs> are like freezing. Oh you know? yeah. So like so when you're in your boat, uh, you still talk about drift boat. Like you do, you, do you anchor or like, yep. When you get to your hole, so you can actually just fish alongside your boat or in it, depending on where yeah. you're at. No, so and you can kind of have like a you can have like some gloves or like a change of stuff because like I'm just envisioning like I would be two miles away from something and freaking tip over in the water and be like oh, well, miserable. I mean that's you know? always
0: hey that's that is always that is always possible. That's yeah. all, you always run that risk and. You know, it's just one of them things. That's the one thing I haven't done in knock on wood is be in the middle, you know, halfway oh, through gosh. my flow and end up in the darn water.
1: Dude, you're bringing up a bad memory for me. So <laughs> oh, I uh so I kinda duck hunt and uh, you know, chase geese when they're in fields. I got permission to hunt, you know, depending on when the corn comes down. But we I actually leased like a, a property. Oh shoot, where was it? It was off thirty one north. It was like, is it White Lake? No, I can't remember the name of it. It was north of Apple Avenue, but anyways, it was up that way. And it was a cool spot. Like it was a big wet area. There was ducks all over the place. So <laughs> we paid some money. It was really cheap. I want to say we each paid like a hundred bucks. We had it for like the, the the duck season or whatever. Nice. So it was it was great. We thought, and uh, <laughs> we didn't have a boat, nothing. We all had waiters, and like we had like we had went there before we leased it, and. You know, you could walk around the water. It was like around your knee height, you right. know, good to go. Like this thing looks, it's awesome looking. So we hunted the one morning and then we just weren't set up that good. So like all the duck, we shot maybe a couple, but most of the ducks were like on the other side of this. So me and my buddy were like, dude, what's the sneak over there? There's like all this like cover. We'll sneak up on them and we'll hunt in the afternoon over there. Uh, well, we're going and I'm, you know, 240 pounds. He's like <laughs> 160 and he I'm following him. And we hit the spot. And I have like the cabela's, you know, waders with the, oh, with yeah. the bullets on the tops. So, like it's pretty high up in my chest. Right. I dude, I hit a spot and I just started sinking. Like really? sinking. Yeah. And it was freaking me out. Like <laughs> I went down, I was like, my buddy's Kevin. And I was like, dude, Kevin, I'm sinking bad. And he like turns around, looks at me, and I'm like going down. And like I'm trying to walk, and I every time I take a step, I just keep sinking. I try to turn around, but like at, at that point, I was too committed. So thank goodness he was little enough. I was able to like grab his shoulders and push myself down. I like sunk him (laughs) and then I got myself up and I was able to take a step back, but I was like an inch away from the top. of My waders went from like waist to thigh (laughs) to like that. And dude, I was, dude, his mud, I hit a soft spot. So I, when I pushed him down, he, I had to, like, pull him back out of it. Like, that was that. I was like, dude, I almost killed you. I almost died that I almost killed you. But you know, yeah, it's crazy. So, dude, what uh, a scary, that was, I think that's one of the most scariest moments I've ever had, Hunting. Oh, yeah. like, coyote howling, that don't bother me none, you know, like, hearing coyotes rip off, or, You know, climbing in a tree, walking around in the dark, like that stuff doesn't really freak me out. But, man, that time with those waders on, I just was like, dude, I'm going to die right here. Like, I don't know why, but, oh. so. Well, you
0: know, too, like that mud, man, it works. It's like a suction because you get that on the side of the river sometimes, you you know, you'll take a step and you'll sink into your knee. It's not as it's not so so stinking easy to pull your leg out of that, you Mm -hmm. know. And then, like Mm -hmm. you said, your waders start filling up with water yeah
1: i was yeah. like i don't i didn't have a knife on me so i was like i couldn't like as as i was gonna cut myself out of that you know <laughs> It right. was just i just remember that i remember the the funny thing was i think he took a picture i don't know if we did or not but the where the shell holder was on the waiters, there was water up to the brass really on that shell thing so like that's how far i was like oh my god you were right for so i was right there. there i was at i was right fuckers, there that's for sure <laughs> nice <laughs> but So yeah, so you got man, dude, that's kind of cool. So you you hit it pretty hard like all fall, then like this is kind of your thing you can do and have fun. And then now when you go so when's your so it sounds like you said some of your favorite times to do this is when it's really cold out. But like if you were like my favorite time. Winter that was my question. Winter is your favorite.
0: Yep. And I I don't know for for me, it's a little bit, you know, because steelhead and just trout in general, they can sit in so you know, so many, so many different they sit in so many different types of water in my you know in my experience you know some people say different but to me i mean you know they could be sitting behind a rock they could be sitting under a log jam they could be sitting in literally just a little rapid there's just so many different things whereas in the winter time you know the water is real cold so they're kind of sitting more in the deeper slower moving water Mm. somewhere it's easier for them to to eat and that's the thing too is like with the in my opinion with winter fishing it can be harder because they're not they're not as active if that makes sense not as aggressive they're not going to exert as much where they can you know whereas like a fall fish they're coming up they it's warm warm water 50 degrees outside that you know they got all the energy in the world whereas in winter time you know like i said it's cold so they don't want to use up burn. they want to burn as little energy as possible yep. i guess you could
1: say that's the same as like late season deer hunting you know like you're either the deer you could have deer all over your property from you know September to late November and then once we get all the snow and the cold weather hits they're they're not there anymore because right. they've moved to a thermal cover or where the food is like so if you don't know like that you're at the mercy of your property to that point if you're a private land hunter but right if you're going public land hunting it's kind of same thing you might you might not find them but if you find the deer I've seen some of the most the, my best deer sightings have happened in like December because you're oh, yeah. just on the right spot you know and like it, it, it depends on the year you know same thing with you talking about how cold it ends up getting but that kind of makes sense so like so you're probably like if i know if i put the work in i can find where these pockets are i'm oh, gonna have real good fishing fun. opposed to like you know when they're more active and chaos and going around you can kind of like run into them a little bit easier so you kind of have to just go and find them
0: exactly well and that's like with this with, you know, every, pretty much every river in the state has been fairly low. We haven't got, we haven't had a lot of rain this year. And so I know like there's some, some rivers that aren't fishing the greatest, but I've got a, a buddy that was just up on a river, a pretty famous river that's been just slow. And he freaking, he hiked, hiked in, what do he say, like four or five miles, <laughs> was started on public land, ended up getting into the water because he got into to private and was fishing in the water. And he said he hit with like. Two hours left before, you know, the sun came down. He just found a little pocket and was like, oh, this looks like there could be, you know, fishing it. Hook 13 fish in two hours. <laughs> so it's just one of them things. It, yeah. could be, it could turn on like that, man. You could fish all day and not hook anything. And it could be the last hole or or the last, you know, little little rock or, you know, log jam. And you could throw in there and it could be loaded. And they could all just be munching.
1: <sighs> That's just like. I'm getting fired up just hearing that, that, you know, like that's what's fun about it. Like, go find it, go do it, and you can be rewarded for that.
0: When you hook a, when you hook a steelhead, I'm telling you, there's, it's, it's nothing. It's not like fighting any, even a salmon. Steelhead fight harder than salmon, in my opinion. Salmon are just huge. Yeah, salmon are just big fish. Steelhead (laughs) are, they're acrobatic. They're fast. They're, in my opinion, one of the pound for pound hardest fighting fish.
1: Freshwater fish. Well, yeah, they're saltwater fish technically yeah say they're saltwater yeah geez yeah. that's so cool all right cool. so i gotta ask you a question i'm looking on your instagram right now yeah the last fish you posted on there when was this oh i'm i'm back where was it right here when was the last fish you posted on there or where did you post the last fish you caught uh downtown Grand Rapids. I yeah, think. that's what well, my question was the concrete jungle you labeled. Oh yeah. That okay, that was what I wanted to bring up because I think the a lot jungle. of people who yeah, a lot of people know uh about that spot because it's right off Every the highway. Everyone knows, knows about that spot. So that was that so person. you do fish there. That was because I have another buddy that oh, yeah. you know that fishes that too, and he catches fish. So why in the world is that spot so good? Like, why is there fish there? Why I mean I don't get it like why why is it such a hot spot well they can't really jump the dam okay so they gotta they gotta all work through that ladder there and you
0: know there could be i'm I'm not sure of the numbers it seems like hundreds of thousands of fish down there at times man i've been down there 20 freaking boats and everybody's hooking 20 30 fish Jeez. everybody boats people on the bank yeah but you know i've been down there 20 boats and Nobody's hooking anything. You always too. catch. Okay. So it's just one of them things, you know. They and and again, it all depends on, on weather, water,
1: water temperature, what you know, and
0: and. You so know, how what, how what often will you in. like
1: so, a spot like that? Do you kind of like have like a network of buddies and it's like, hey, they're here, get I over do. here, let's fish. Okay.
0: I usually do. Yeah, I've got my buddy uh, Dave Thomas. He's on the line guide service. He's down. He's pretty much down there every day. He pretty gotcha. much runs. I would say 99% of his trips are right there at 6th Street. So, and then, I mean, I've got buddies that are just, they work second shift or third shift. So they fish it in the morning and then they'll let you know, oh, hey, we hooked 13 fish.
1: Get over so, there. Yeah, that'll, do, you know, kind of so determine it. So that's like a whole different type of fishing because like it's said, a whole concrete jungle. Like it's, a whole different type of fishing. Yeah, but it's still fun because I it's guess the expectations are high, right? Because you're like, dude, well, there the be thing. fish. If, like,
0: if you, if, if, you, if, if it was, like, say, fishing, like, the PM at times or, or like, a more scenic river where you're going to be there all day and you're only going to hook five fish, I'd never fish there. Yeah. I would never fish there. It's, I mean, there's something cool about being in, in the city and catching these freaking crazy fish, but at the same time, it is freaking downtown Grand Rapids.
1: Yeah. And it sucks. It takes <laughs> a little bit of the Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean,
0: like I said, the fish are there, and I like catching the fish, so.
1: Okay, so that, so that, so that okay the fish ladder i knew about that so like just the reason why it's good is because they can stockpile the fish kind of back up in there yeah and it's, it takes and it's some, really it takes wide it's Animal really well, wide too right there's a lot of space there oh, for yeah. the fish to be in so i think it gives oh, it an definitely. opportunity for a like, of deep pockets
0: too yes that lot was my deep pockets
1: okay have you ever seen a crazy thing happen with people on that dam like boat get tipped or pulled in I've never
0: personally seen it, but I've seen a video like just within the last couple years of that. Yeah,
1: I saw that too, and I was like, What in the world is going on? I and then I see people out there doing it. I'm like, there's no way I'd want to be near that. Like you know,
0: there was I I personally don't get in that river if it's over like thirty two hundred on the flow chart, but I mean it's it was at last well Wednesday we were down there, it was at like forty two hundred and there was freaking people in that thing. It's, it's just one of, it's so, I mean, there's so many variables when you're walking in the river there's rocks, you know, there could be some moss on a rock. Okay. Yeah. You've stepped on this rock a hundred times. Well, now there's a slippery yeah. layer of moss over top of it, or, oh, this guy snapped off a hundred foot of braid and it's running across the river, stuck in, you know, and there's just yep. too, too many variables. And that's what one of them rivers too. You don't, know, that's not a river you want to play with. It's, it's big, no. it's fast. If you go down, Dude, it's, anyone it's who doesn't
1: anymore. know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, but this oh, boat, 100%. it's just like, oh, I don't even, it was so scary. I was like, oh, I yeah. cannot believe they got out of that.
0: I see it a couple times. I see it a few times circulating on Facebook like yeah. every year, but it's one of them things, man, just to remind you that it, it is dangerous. It's not something to take lightly, you know? No,
1: like gotta be careful.
0: <laughs> so, and it, But you know, I, I, there's guys down there. I see guys all the time wading into the dam and, Hooking fish, fighting fish, landing them, and they do it all the time.
1: Yeah, so, I think it's no know. big deal. I uh, just
0: I like to stay on the wall. I got a drop net. That was, okay, that was okay. That was my wall. next thing I
1: wanted to go into. You have a net. I've seen guys use those nets or pictures. Yeah, they're of them. hard
0: to use by yourself.
1: Yeah, that was my next thing. How do you do that? Like, you need a buddy to do that. It's or a lot. Can easier. you do it yourself?
0: You can do it by yourself. It's a lot easier with a buddy. And a lot of times too, you like you know, people get this thing in their mind because they see on, you know a lot of people on Facebook are just honestly just dicks you know if you're down there and you don't you know you need help netting a fish people are going to help you net your darn fish gotcha but if you're down there by yourself a little bit tougher i usually i should have known to just tie it around you know you can tie it around the 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 railing, row, or the, the railing there but i'm an idiot and i like to hold it in my freaking teeth and just kind of <laughs> lower it down it's yeah it's a pain in the ass
1: yeah but, you just need some video and you do doing that yeah well I mean,
0: that's what i think is that was the thing is i got had a buddy down there and i was just telling him was it sunday we were out was out there on a boat sunday and he had some clients and i was like dude the least you could have done is freaking mowed it over and netted that fish for me (laughs) just watch me look like watch you struggle (laughs) yeah with a 20-foot freaking rope
1: oh man, dropping
0: it down you know
1: that's a great so i'm assuming that what i wanted to bring it up was like if if i were like i'm gonna go fish like that would be one of the spots I'd be like, Hey, I know there's fish here cause people fish it all the time. So oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of beginners and newbies oh, yeah. fish there. So I kind of wanted to, you know, you've, you've been doing this for four years. Like you said, granted there's guys who've done it much longer, but you've, you've gone hard for four years. So I feel like you have quite a some good experience and you're relatively, you know, you remember what it was like to not have experience. Oh, so, yeah. you know, what would you, what would you say for like a beginner guy? Um, like, would you recommend them going to a place like that where they're, you know, their fish can be stocked up? Or would you recommend them trying to, like, go to a more or less busy place? Or, well, I guess what kind of words of wisdom would you give a new guy well, on like, finding the spot?
0: It, I mean, it, it just depends, man. I mean, if you're if you if you're staying out of the – downtown Grand Rapids, there's places you don't have to get in the water and you can catch fish. So, for me, downtown is – I mean, it's downtown is the simplest way to catch a fish. Half ounce weight. 15 gram bobber and a beach so I send everybody that's new to it downtown but there's there's other places you know if you're not into the crowds there's plenty of other rivers and it's all just but you know there again there's different different ways that you can fish these things you know and so some rivers are more technical so it's just yeah the grand downtown Grand Rapids is the and maybe Allegan Dam Croton Dam too are all ways where you can run a more of a simple setup and and Mm -hmm. slam fish. I mean, like I said, downtown, you know, Grand Rapids, it's, I'll even run high, you know, high vis bright green line, you know, down to a, you know, just a half ounce weight. Uh, What are they called? Inline weights. It's got the swivel, the weighted swivels, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, a three foot leader with two beads on it. And then that's it. That's real, real easy
1: and then that kind of gives a, a newbie like or like i'm talking about myself here like if i go do that i can i can you know understand how to use the pole or oh, how to yeah. set hooks like all the basic Definitely. things i can kind of get like worked out and i can watch a lot of guys do it so like well, i learn from watching so like i can be like hey that dude knows what he's doing what the heck oh, he doing i can just kind absolutely. of sit back and watch because i mean that's that's how i learned a lot of things i've learned is either watching through videos or watching you know watching guys shoot like going to an archery shop and watching a dude pick up any bow on the shelf he works there he can shoot any bow great you know so it's like stare at that dude and watch what he does it's like oh he grips a bow like this every time oh it doesn't matter what draw length or what brace height or what axle axle the dude's shooting money you know (laughs) so it's like so i that's how i like it so like for me i'm always like man i could just go there and even if I didn't even really cast or try to catch fish, I could just watch guys do it. Right? You could probably pick up so many things and oh, yeah, absolutely do that. And, or be the guy that you know is like standing by close and like, hey, you want me to hold your hold this while you drown this 20 foot net down there? You know, like, <laughs> right? The, I guess it's high risk, high reward. The dude could either are pissed at you or you could be a savior, Well, That's but, the thing, you know, that
0: is, crazy. <laughs> that is the thing with it, man. And it, I don't know why some people are just freaking dicks, you know, arrogance. Mm arrogance is a freaking thing that and it's terrible terrible with steelhead fishermen well yeah all of them not all of them obviously but but there's a
1: handful i i think it it doesn't matter i mean there's any kind of competitive nature for anything guys are i mean i can just think of people in my head for hunting you know and fishing and you know any kind of sports you know they just you know we all chasing this high or whatever you want to call it you know and I get a kick out of. I can get that same high watching my good buddies smoke a rabbit that's running by. Oh yeah, and or I can, you know, Absolutely. and I still enjoy it. But some people only get that feeling if they're the one doing it. Absolutely. You know, so I think that's kind of like, and that's a, and that could just be the journey they're in or how they're you know, raised. There's so many variables, but when you find a group of like someone who gets it, there's definitely a big difference. Like right
0: for me, you know, I freaking I went when I when I the first year that I did it. I man, I went such a long time. Never even hooking them. Fishing <laughs> with my buddy Conrad, he's hooking them left and right. And I'm having a great freaking time just netting these things, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like for me, I like watching people catch them just as much as I like catch. I yeah. like looking at the darn fish. It's just so they're just so darn pretty. That's all so cool. right. You know, they're beautiful fish.
1: All right. So what was your best day fishing this year? Like let's say like from I guess this fishing season. So when that would start, I guess this let's fall, see. Let's just say best winter. day
0: i've had uh landed fish i've put was was 10 in the boat nice so that would have been second second or third week of october i think it was and then i mean we've had i've had a couple days with some buddies where we've hooked 30 you know so yeah. i mean that's a good but, day no so, yeah that's a well, that's three people Thirty. so fish, what is the okay so
1: i hear this like Okay, so you land in 10 fish, you know that's a great that was your best day, oh, which best seems day. to me that's like one a of the lot. best days.
0: That's one of the best days I've ever had in my life.
1: And that was this year. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So what is like the average? So like if you were to say if I hook 10 fish, how many do you land on the average? One. Okay, really.
0: I would say for me, for me personally, like it depends. Uh I would say probably one out of I would say probably one out of every
1: five. One out for, of five for me. Okay. Yeah,
0: it seems it seems like. But I mean, I have streaks where I hook. Dude, I never knew that. in a
1: row. I never knew that about river fishing. Oh yeah. I was like, I hear guys talking about. It. I was like, what do you? What, I don't understand because well, I hook some and they're like excited I was like, I, okay, what? Why are you oh, only yeah. hooking them? Well, then I realized that these fish are not like a bluegill or a bass where oh, no. you can motor them to the boat. You know, yeah. you can pull them through <laughs> weeds, pretty easy. Well, that's these the things thing are hiding cool. in rocks using, or hiding in logs.
0: I use like a size six or a size four hook. So I mean, you're, I use relatively, you know, small hooks comparative to, you
1: know, what you see for bat, for bass fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I got, when I do weedless, you know, this hook's freaking giant, oh, yeah. And when I get them, it's like, it is engaged, you know? <laughs> and I mean, I can, depend on what I'm using for a pole, you can just like drag them across the top of the water, <laughs> boat if you want, you know? Yeah, so you like can. learning all this stuff and just from hearing you guys talk about it and like the finesse that it takes, or, you know, that you want like, Maybe I mean I'm assuming you maybe like to use a small hook so it doesn't like the fish fish can't see it as easily. I think I maybe. I think
0: so. I mean I I honestly I don't I don't know if there's any truth to that, but yeah, like I, I use I, I use black split shot, you know little black i use black hooks anything i don't like anything that can create (laughs) like
1: a glare you guys are like reloaders you know guys who reload bullets (laughs) (laughs) you guys are all like that with your fishing setups well and and, you know
0: and everybody's everybody does everybody does it differently you know i some of the some guys that i fish with like put tons of split shots on their leaders and i'm like what in the hell are you doing but they're catching a ton of fish (laughs) it's just how you know it's how it goes if you can i mean if you know how to read a water and you can kind of if you know figure out if you were the fish where are you going to be sitting you know where's the best spot for you to be putting out the least amount of energy to get about you know the most food intake or whatever and and the guys that that can do that are are usually your guys that are going to go anywhere and and catch fish. fish And and that's just how it is. And and you can tell that's the thing is someone will hit me up. Oh, hey, what are you doing? And this and that. And I'm like, look, man, where are you fishing? Oh, we're fishing this this area. Oh, I'm fishing the same area. And you're telling me you didn't hook any fish. Well, we hooked, you know, me and a buddy went out and hooked 10. Mm-hmm. It's because they're not they're not properly reading the water. So many people walk by stuff that holds steel at all the time. And even me, even me, we fished I fished with a buddy would have been two Saturdays ago. And this little tiny pocket, I'm talking maybe five foot long, three foot wide, just, it was all gravel and just a dark hole. He's like, oh, we should should throw in there real quick. I'm like, dude, let's just float by it. We got a lot of ground to cover. He says, dude, throw that freaking bead in there. Throw the bead in there. Doesn't even, doesn't even go a foot. Bobber drains. (laughs) Set the hook. Big old steelhead." Oh, man. That's That's so cool.
1: That's the same thing with whitetail, honey. I mean, think about... (laughs) when you're hunting in the woods and you also look over and like 60 yards away you catch like a flash of a deer and you're like oh, oh yeah. my gosh you put your binos up you're like okay that's that was a little buck <laughs> okay how many times has a big buck went by and you had no idea oh, Yeah, or no, you walked by or you can only you know so that's what is like you said earlier you know you got to fish a spot where the fish are and if they're absolutely. not there you're not catching them and the same thing like with hunting you got to find the spots where deer you're to put yourself in a good percentage, you know, good high percentage opportunity to get within bow range or within rifle range of a deer. Nope, absolutely. Same thing with a rabbit hunt too. Like I could go spend, I could walk six miles in some woods or close to where I rabbit hunt. If I don't go that 400 yards farther, I won't see a rabbit. You know, like I could walk and walk and walk and never kick up a rabbit. Dogs never circle a rabbit. We'd be like, dude, we, there's no rabbits in this area, right. but we could have missed it by 400 yards. You could have missed it by 200 yards. And then there's 10 rabbits in that, you know, 600 yard by 200 yard spot. Like that's, that's like, you get, when guys say this, like the new beginners, like you have to, it takes time to learn these things. Oh, you, have, you have to, to put take your seat the time and, Yes. You have to find these little pockets. You have to be like, you know yeah you're excited like at first you're like oh my gosh i i shot something or oh my goodness my buddy said you know cast right here and i caught a fish like you don't know any of this stuff but as you continue to do it you got to progress and like right. understand why okay why hey dude why did you want me to cast that? like why did you think that was a good spot well yeah it's gravel well there's a nice little dark hole like why wouldn't a fish be there so now it's like right. oh in the memory bank next time i see something nope. like that I'll do the same thing so like that's that's the thing it's hard to teach newbies like you have Absolutely. to like put in the time, someone like you has put in a lot of time in the last few years, So yeah, oh, you're running yeah. the fish. And I'm sure the same thing, like every fall, I, you know, people reach out to me, hey, you know, how's it? you know, oh man, you're seeing deer, I'm not seeing nothing. Or, oh, can I come shoot some deer on your property? It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like that's it's the kind of thing that you happens. Always come
0: shoot a deer off the
1: property. Yeah, always have that. And then and there are sometimes like, I have no problem, like certain circumstances, like, yeah, come help me, you know, let's go, let's try to do something. But guess what? I don't always bring them to the, my best spot
0: right you know right. I try to like the bring them way. I try to
1: bring them to a spot that's like hey here's like a very basic like 101 this is a this could be a really good sit because of x y and z we can get in there easy you know who cares 100%. if we're a little loud you know all these things and you know there's a good chance that dough is going to probably come out let's shoot a dough. you know like right. and that's the same thing with fishing like I'm assuming like you guys are like hey oh yeah come fishing with me let's kind of like i'll break this down for you as like simple terms or whatever oh, it may 100%. be and you get the basics but you have to put the time in to like 100%. to be good at it or to have more success and that doesn't mean you're gonna have there's gonna be years where you're gonna get kicked in the balls oh like, you know yeah. like no matter what but it you just keep putting stuff in the memory lane. i
0: think la last year i think i caught maybe 12 steelhead through october and november jeez and you fish, caught 10 still, in one time fish. this year yeah uh, i know isn't that crazy yeah it's dude, one of them things man mm-hmm. and you know what's crazy is like i just floated the white a couple weeks ago and i had been talking it up i'm like oh it's fishing good it's fishing good it's fishing good it's fishing good get my buddy to dry you know he almost two hours away drives out float that sucker hook one freaking fish one fish all day. <laughs> Land is the fish. You like, am... Oh, that's why we yeah, love it. The whole time, man, we're flowing down and and we're hitting these holes and we're hitting this hole and we hooking nothing, hooking nothing, hooking nothing. And I'm like, dude, I'm so you know apologizing the whole way down the float. And he's all, I don't care. I'm was gonna you know fish anyways and this and that. And it's yes. just just one of them things, man. And they can and it can it can flip. And not even 12 hours. They can you can be hitting them all day one day and. You could float the exact same section of the river the next yep. it could be gone. It's and that's like the and you the, don't
1: see that on Instagram or Facebook or no, whatever. You, you know you don't see no, that and that's ever. I know I'm not. I'm, I know we're preaching in the choir to guys who are serious about whatever aspect of the outdoors are and they get it. But like I know a lot of people listen. Like I listen to podcasts to learn stuff and like there's a lot of things I didn't know when I started same. listening to it. So I love having these conversations because. Yeah, just because you see, like, right now, if you're to scroll through Facebook, all you see is giant bucks getting shot. Oh,
0: yeah. Like,
1: it's all you see. You know, well, you're only seeing the big ones. You're not seeing, the, you know, quite a few little ones that are still getting shot. Or all the people who, I mean, have sat probably since opening day of gun season. And they took their week vacation, and they didn't see a deer to shoot. You didn't see anything. You don't see that. So, that's you know, that's just the way life is now. And, I mean... Yeah, man, I dude, I remember sitting so many hours and just being like never in the game. Like, so oh, I've, yeah. I've gotten so much seat time and, you know, chasing waterfowl, chasing rabbits, chasing squirrels, chasing whitetails that like nothing's came of it. I mean, and then, you know, I've, the, I don't the ice fish because <laughs> I feel so bad when I was a kid trying to ice fish that it kind of ruined it for me. Well, right. because when I would go ice fishing with my grandpa, you know, he would just hammer the fish, like right. he absolutely hammer. He'd be like, yeah, do this. And I would do it. And I'm just like, yeah, whipping fish up. Like, this is great. I go try to do it myself. Can't catch a frigging fish because oh, I, yeah. was, I was drilling a hole in the middle of a lake that was 60 feet deep, trying to jig at 10 foot deep, you know, <laughs> like I do, my, just not knowing. So like anytime I can give someone the opportunity to be like, Hey, like it takes time. You know, this is something that you guys got a lot of seat time in. You got to build on it. You'll have good years. You'll have good days. You'll have just terrible. Oh, so that's what makes it so much fun when you do connect.
0: So hundred percent, that's the thing too, is the, I think the biggest thing that the reason I think I'm so in, you know, so enthused with the fishing is, you know, the fish are under the water. So no matter what, I'm not going to see them. So for mm-hmm. me, it's like, oh, okay. Maybe, you know, they're still, they're down there. I'll be back here tomorrow. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah, that's a see, good point. You're sitting and you're waiting, and you can usually see him Depending on for me, I'm sitting in a cornfield most of the time around there, so yep. I, like I can see him coming from miles away. I mean, the freaking fish—you come around a bend, see nothing, drop a drop
1: a bead in, boom, yep. fish. Dude, that's a great point because you're 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 always in the game. You feel like like you oh, said, always. you're that like Never deer. Done. You can be so discouraged so fast with like deer hunting, or I mean, dude, I, I've been like oh my gosh guys we all need to goose hunt this field like tomorrow because there was 200 <laughs> of them there last night the anticipation level is at max capacity oh, yeah. and then by an hour in the daylight and <laughs> there's not a thing flying you're like oh, oh this yeah. sucks like they're not here now they're like oh let's pack up and then you start right. packing up because you're discouraged because you don't give it a good opportunity and then that's when they all come you know like you know, stupid to- things like that
0: I've got a buddy, he's I I don't know how he does it, but he's real freaking good at at like chasing pods of fish around. He you know, he's a guide. So he's on the water vast majority of the time. Any but he he doesn't fish just you know, he's all over. He fishes this river, this Mm -hmm. river, this river. But for whatever freaking reason, man, he found he's able to once he finds a pot of fish, he's able to it seems to me, and I could be completely wrong, seems to me like he's able to follow that pot of fish around and he's always always catching, you know, five, six, seven fish.
1: They're just dude guys, they're just good, man. Just oh,
0: dude, well that next catching, level.
1: He's
0: catching five, six, seven fish in half a day float by himself. And it's like, what in the hell are you doing <laughs> on the same freaking bodies of water that I'm fishing? that you're doing it. And it's like, man, what the heck?
1: Well, you got something to strive for, you know.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's, I think we might <laughs> kind of like slow this down, wrap it up. It's it's yeah. uh getting there. But I do this is a great conversation and I yeah, do look no, forward definitely, to more. Man. Definitely. But uh I This is how I want to send you off on this to end this. I hope tomorrow you get to go fishing and you're going to hook 10 fish and you're going to land three. And you're gonna be like, thanks, Nate. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> All right. I am going fishing tomorrow. So it's about like, Well, to keep again. me up, to keep me up to date on that. But yeah, I look forward yeah. to getting you on again too, because yeah, like definitely. i was saying, like this whole fishing thing, I'm just kind of like scratching the surface of stuff. You oh know? yeah, like, there's so much more detail we can go into it. But oh I just, yeah, I find it very intriguing that people will do this instead of bow hunting or whitetail <laughs> hunting. You know, but hearing you talk about <laughs> it, I mean, you have the same, does, man. You got the same passion for this that I do for whitetail. So like to me, oh, I, it makes sense. I guess I can relate because you're you're tore up with it and you know you're waking up early you're doing all these things you're grinding in the winter time like you, you love it so but no i uh yeah guys thanks for listening to this episode of mission wild and uh thank you shane for doing this and hopefully some people uh yeah don't you know see the title of this fishing in november is probably what it's going to be and give it a good listen i mean i gotta you know kind of take a break from whitetails a little bit i mean this conversation blew by and hopefully you guys enjoy it so hey thank you shane I appreciate it man Yeah, I appreciate it. Have a good one, brother. Hey guys, I just wanted to hop on to the end of this episode just to do a quick little reminder that the Michigan Wild's uh, shop, there's a 10% off uh, code that you can use uh, until the end of this month. So once this podcast drops, there will only be a couple of days left for that. But if you go to uh, michiganwild.hollercommerce.com, uh, you can find the shop. It's also in the profile page of uh, the Instagram page, Michigan Wild Pod. So yeah, if you guys want to go check that... Uh, that website out before you uh, lose out on that 10% off. I know that, you know, there's a lot of little gifts you can get maybe for, you know, Christmas presents, that kind of thing. I mean, there's a whole wide range of all things outdoors. I know this is kind of like a fishing podcast, but like I I kind of was breezing through um, some of the fishing and uh, tackle and that kind of stuff. And granted, like I don't have like a good say on what good stuff is, uh, fishing related because I'm just not really in that world. I mean, I rock an ugly stick. That's pretty much all we use. And, you know, there's ugly sticks on there and there's a whole bunch of different brands. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of options for that. There's options for, you know, lures and tackle and all that kind of stuff too. But so to kind of go along with this episode, there are a lot of fishing things on there, but you know, for like me, I have like a couple things that I kind of like, um, on the main homepage, uh, that I kind of just, what I found, you know, on that website, you know, from binoculars, there's vortex stuff on there. There's, you know, phantom saddle from tether. That's a saddle I've been, shoot, I've been using that saddle for, phew, this is either my third, either third or fourth season I've used that phantom saddle, I think third season. Um, and then the, you know, the brighter platforms on there, that's the same platform I've used from day one. I mean, that's the first platform I bought, uh, five years ago when I started saddle hunting. That's on there. And then a couple of the other accessories, too, that I like to use for all my, you know, hanging huts, being mobile. And, but then there's like simple things like the 90s, um, S biners, you know, those are kind of things that I use to hang, you know, stuff off my saddle. There's the gear ties. I mean, dude, I use a gear tie. That's all I use to get my sticks up a tree. I just use a gear tie on the side of my saddle. Works great. And then there's some, you know, there's like muck boots, um, and then I think a couple other things trying to think off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, I do have, like, a – there's, like, a, a simple outdoor edge knife, you know, release, replaceable blades. Dude, that's a great Christmas present. I mean, I everyday carry that knife, Um, and it works great for just everyday carry stuff. It works great for skinning deer. It works great for, I mean, I mean, clean rabbits doing all that kind of stuff. I mean, I just have that knife on me all the time. You know, it's not necessarily a knife that I, you know, have in my pack to gut deer, but, I mean, I, I guarantee you it can be used for that also so it's a very versatile knife you know you get a pack of blades and it's super easy to replace so yeah if you guys don't mind give that give that shop a a look you know when you're trying to find maybe gifts for yourself for christmas or you know for family members that kind of thing and there's just tons of stuff i mean there's archery stuff there's decoys there's footwear there's trail cameras there's calls um there's camping stuff i mean ground blinds there's gps things um, you can get some backpacks and all that kind of stuff. So it's a great website. with Lots of things you can maybe give a look and yeah, take advantage of that 10 off uh, code. Um, it's just it's literally 10 off 10 off, and you can use that and get saved 10%. But thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for supporting the show.